try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total photonic reversal. Photonic reversal. With your hosts, Conan Neutron and Brenna Betts. Broadcasting from the top floor of the Radio Note World headquarters in Oakland, California. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. I'm, I'm from the South. I'm a Southern Belle. Confidence of a hero or a fool. I wasn't exactly certain which. Christmas album. If we're one, what an excellent professional segue that was. Well, I'm very curious about Math Rock. You know, I kind of know the town man for Rob Zombie. I'm presenting you the illusion of choice. We will impress you later. Yeah, it's a very good question. And I like it because of the beginning, middle, and the end. Could not be more professional. Get you pumped up. We have answers. I just want to bring something up that I noticed via postings on the internet. science thing right that's right that's right baby that is what's happening is a science thing is a science thing it is scientific fact that we are here with uh, none other than scott evans and john do you go by john or jonathan you can do john we call okay him johnny 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 boy johnny johnny, <laughs> johnny boy johnny, turn me up in the headphones. <laughs> of uh kowloon walled city if you're not into the whole brevity thing el john arino that would be fine. Does that, we can okay. If you're gonna burn precious seconds just saying that every time, oh. but but it's it's your, it's it's your show. And you could do a lot worse. Yeah, be worth it. Yeah. Uh, welcome, guys. Uh, thanks Hello. for coming in. We were talking about doing this for a while, and uh, here we are. It is the magical mystery moment of internet radio. Wait, you tagged me on Instagram, so I'm looking at that. Whole <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> we're so distracted well, right now. I think I. You, you only have one X 
data coverage here. It's like a third world country. I don't know. Hello. Thanks for being hey. here. Thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. Brenna, hello. If I Hi. didn't already say that, I don't know if I did. We were no, you didn't. Busy talking about it's social okay. media. You know that gets sometimes. I, yeah. I, well, we might as well be all out in the open about what we're doing with our hands and whatnot. Right. right. The listeners Good can't Lord. see. <laughs> I know. <laughs> make for a more interesting show, at least. Hopefully. Absolutely. For those that are listening live, uh, first of all, welcome. Tonight, the 4th of February, one of the Kowloon Wild Cities is playing a show. Yes. What, whatever. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but Salty. not with Kowloon Wild City. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Drama. It's going to be a lot of that. I, Damn. <laughs> wait, what? Cheating? The, What's next that? question. <laughs> There's some context here that needs to be explained. So at least he did have the, the good graciousness of putting the city in the name, though. So they get, you got the, you know, Kowloon Walled City, Roman cities. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's a thing that's happening. You recorded that, didn't you, Scott? I did. I didn't mix it. I recorded it at Shark Bite and did all the vocals with Ian at my studio. And then... Uh, Greg my, mixed that. Greg mixed that. Yeah, my friend yeah. Greg mixed it. I don't. I don't think your mic technique is. There you go. You got to get up on that. <laughs> <laughs> got to get up on hey, that. Hey, but Scott mm-hmm. Evans tells you about mic technique. You listen, That's true, boy. But it's tricky. That's true. But you are a you're a man. You're a man that knows your mics. So you have you have your your space at Shark Bite, which uh, you call anti sleep. Right. That's correct. It's, it's like a smaller stu- adjunct studio. Uh, Brother sister situation. What what would what would amendment? One, an amendment. <laughs> 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 well, things really went crazy when there's the Evans amendment to Shark Bite. Yes, <laughs> they just uh, let everybody start voting. By which no passable guitar tones are allowed to be committed to tape. Uh, <laughs> nice. I don't know. It, it, there's no formal relationship to Shark Bite other than the fact you that share it, space. It's in the same building, right? And uh, Ryan and I are good enough friends. Ryan, the Shark Bite owner that if he needs to use if the main shark bite space is busy uh he's welcome to use mine and you know i end up using shark bite a lot so it's a symbiotic sort of relationship if you will it is definitely uh but it, you know it's a small studio with us with a you've been there there's a i have like a 12 by 15 live room which is really mostly intended for overdubbing guitars and vocals and stuff right and a similarly sized control room, which is intended for mixing mostly. Um, I mean, I've definitely tracked entire things there and drums and horns, and I'm doing strings there next week. I just oh, wow. found out. Yeah, that's wild. Okay. Yep. So it's been more flexible than we expected it to, um, but it's small. John Reiner, how do you feel about that? It's small. It's small. <laughs> I- if I remember correctly, and, and memory might not serve me with this, though, but didn't you actually record, you, Scott, uh, didn't you record some of John's old band, or did you just play together? No, that's how I met mutual? John. I okay, re- right. I recorded that's... Tygon, his really, really excellent old band. Yeah, uh, great, the great noise rock band, Tygon. You think Tygon is the best thing that you'll ever do? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peaked early. Wow. I'm so sad. Everything. It's, it, it really is. You might all, as well just stop. All downhill yeah yeah it's too bad you can't keep a band together i know yeah (laughs) wow (laughs) you do have a new record though you got grievances yes this is a you don't just have grievances you have a record called grievances so (laughs) it works out well for everyone i guess it is new it doesn't feel new anymore yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah 
I was going to say, should, news should probably be in quotation marks there because there, it did take a while for records to gestate. And Yeah, that label's lead time was, uh, Neurot, their lead time was at least six months. Mm-hmm. So the record has been done... Was it March? Yeah. It was last March, or the previous wow. March. Wow. Uh, a year. For, so so a year, like and then we didn't... 30 days shy of a year, yeah. yeah. Yep. And then we also just, because, I guess, we didn't really... Um, we were playing shows in that six month period, but we didn't play a, a significant amount of the record. We really just maybe one or two songs at the time. And so we just, we just, it feels very long ago that that all happened. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also one of those things that it can be good to get distance, I'm sure too. Cause you come back to it and you're like, Oh yeah, that, but I, I imagine you guys are probably already have new material that you're working on, no. right? Yeah? No. 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 <laughs> uh, thanks was for that, bringing that w- up. Was that wishful thinking? <laughs> John's uh, other band that he started with going- Ian, they've got new material if Every you want to talk band. about that. <laughs> but, that wow. We can get into that. Has that got City in the name too, or is that just... It doesn't. I failed. I'm sorry. <laughs> you could add City on there now. Just, yeah. just call whatever it is, City, uh, parentheses UK, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. You think you should do that? Well, what's the name? Can you... Uh, the name of the other band is called... Oh, this doesn't matter. Let's just move <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, really... <laughs> Boo. Wow. Mo- move on. Let's go. <laughs> Lots of contention in the room yeah. today. Uh, the band's called Less Art, and um, I'm doing it with Ian from Kowloonwald City, the two Breckenridge brothers from LA, and our buddy Mike from Chicago. It started out as a project that we do called Puig Destroyer. All of us do kind of... Oh, right. Of course. The, the baseball theme grand core band. Yeah. Right? yeah. So it's all those guys, but we decided to do a band that we can actually play live because Puig, Puig Destroyer can never play live and mm-hmm. we all enjoy each other's company and like working with each other. So they're a new band. Well, and the, the Puig stuff was kind of off the cuff, right? And I thought the idea yeah. with the new thing was to try and be a little more... Deliberate. Yeah, it, yeah. It, was, it wasn't as if that was like, here's our statement of history that we're going to make the thing, right? And it, I mean, it's it's fantastic for what it is. And I actually am a big fan of things that serve like a singular purpose like that. Yeah, yeah. But that said, yeah, I can't imagine that was your life's ambition to necessarily it was put so that together. Fun, though. It sounds it like so a, just like throwing it together. I've never, I'm going to be honest with you. I was stoked for you guys. I was like, that's fantastic. I don't even really care about baseball, to be honest. But like, I was like, that's awesome. People seem to respond to it. And that was cool. But I've just, I've never been in a hardcore band. And so that was, oh, okay. it was really, it was, kind of novel and then it was fun and it was something that i would do again I, you know so it, it filled that void for me and that's that great was, that was pretty cool yeah so. that's nothing wrong with that at all yeah hmm. the only recording i think i'll ever do that was on the front page of a sports section yes Wait, what? <laughs> yep. well wow. I, and, and then yeah, I, don't, I, I was at, i was at work and i you've heard me tell the story this guy came up to me and he said is this you and he handed me like the <laughs> was a San Jose Mercury oh. newspaper. Right, San Jose Mercury there's, News. There's, yeah. yeah, there's sports section. Huh. Uh, and on the lower fold of the front page was like a, I don't know, couple of column inch piece about this Puig Destroyer record. And it said it was recorded by... It didn't say anything about who was in the band, but for some reason it said it was recorded by me at my studio. That's Superstar producer Scott Evans. Huh. It was. I, I, I don't <laughs> know who wrote the article or why. I have no I, idea. It it's was, int- I don't. I did not hear that story, and I didn't know that happened. Oh, that's so that's cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I have a picture of it somewhere. I'm like, yeah, that's that's me. This is very. <laughs> thank you for showing me that. That's can I can I have that? That's strange. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. I wonder how that 
transpired all. Well, that thing had crazy legs. Yeah, because, it did. It um, yeah, because baseball. Yeah, because baseball. It was it was linked to. I don't, I don't know if you know of. Um, there's a baseball player. He plays for the Dodgers. His name's Yasiel Puig. And last year and the year before, I think he was a really big deal. He kind of came out of nowhere oh. and made everybody very excited about baseball because he was such a cool player to watch and he clearly loved playing the game and that was infectious and so well, he was very divisive too though right yes. because he kind of like he didn't he was super aggressive and baseball is this sort of stodgy very traditional sport and he didn't play right. uh, yeah he didn't play sort of the the right way which is like what these old white dudes sort of as code in baseball land for, right you know the thinking man sport he's very punk rock with it it seemed it from, kinda, from my perspective like, yeah. stop thinking and just play yeah <laughs> he's very physical and, cool. and took tons of risks and was crushing it for a while yeah. i guess and yeah. then you know eventually you know baseball's full of haters and i guess people enjoy no, I, hating I, on him I, I i yeah pretty much he's not conducted himself in a way over a long enough period of time that there might be something to people's criticisms of him but he still was really cool at one point anyway the band's connected to him and so a lot of people paid attention to us because they were paying attention to him it just became a story something easy to write about um, yeah. for some people and so san san jose mercury news well it's easy to forget when you're people that like live and breathe music but when there's other folks that don't necessarily live and breathe music it is like oh how novel there's a band that does this thing and whereas we're like oh whatever tuesday you know like of having shtick bands or totally. uh, bands with a theme i guess might be the better way of not shtick bands hey man, oh I no saw, it was a shtick band. it was a shtick band <laughs> and I, I have no problem with that i saw the advantage how many times i love that band so i have no problem with yeah i mean you can't did you get to meet him no Ooh, good but, question uh he um he heard our music and someone because he was um it was like espn sports center yeah. or some shit right it yeah. was like you know so it was actually wow. like on espn they were just filming him at in new york somewhere um the other sports people in the band could tell this story better but um well they aren't here boy they aren't so, here, so here's this is what you get um but yeah he heard it and he was like oh this is very good um I, I don't know that he actually liked it, but it's cool. He he's aware of us. And poor sense. guy, like he didn't. He barely spoke English, right? He was just Correct. like he was very very new to the U.S. and yep. being a celebrity and it, yeah. You know, he's on oh wow, that's a lot. ESPN yeah. and someone's playing him this shitty like you know grindcore record that yeah. supposedly has his name in it. It's just got to be like what? Yeah, like what the? Like, what, <laughs> what is oh, it's fantastic. What are these Americans yeah. all about? Yeah, are they yeah. trying to destroy me? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> I, maybe, it's a, it's a threatening music, I would think. I mean, do you think that the name, <laughs> yeah, the na well, to couple no, with they, the name, it could be a little unnerving? Yeah, they're going to destroy yeah. me. What, like, is, what does that mean? We're coming. Oh no! What? <laughs> Don't worry. It's a playoff of the band Pig Destroyer. Oh, that's way better. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's okay. There yeah. we go. I feel feel much better. We're about actually this now. nice people. We're <laughs> no, not no. trying Hold to destroy on. you. They're very well respected in the genre. See, it's a play on word. Yeah, exactly. How are you going to explain that? I'm sure. I'm sure. Whoever was the host of ESPN was like right on it too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But anyway, that was a lot of. See, fun. there's a place called Relapse Records, and yeah, <laughs> not so much. Uh, yeah, that's uh, so. That's great that uh, you guys are actually playing as like a non-baseball themed. Yes. Yeah. Affair. So, and actually, and that's coming together now. That that's is... coming together now. Um, e all of us were writing separately in our various cities, and then about a month ago, we all met. Actually, all of us had never been in the same room before ever. Oh, no kidding. And wow. so we all flew into LA and spent a three-day weekend taking all the ideas and turning them into songs. We actually came out of that with 11 songs. In a couple of weeks, we're all going to fly into LA again and have another session and just like hone them down. And yeah, um, it's really cool. Yeah. I'd never... Um, have you ever been in a band that way? Have you ever... 
I done mean, that kind of before. I mean, the, the Puig thing was a project, but yeah. that was never anything that's a project and then meant to be played live eventually. I mean, that's that's our right. goal is to is to play live with this project. So so it's not a project; it's a band. That's right, that's right. the way we want to feel about it. Yeah. Are you getting that feeling? Are you working towards it? Totally. Yeah. I mean, it? right now um, we are we're we're not quite writing right yet the new album so there's i have some time let the record show that the plaintiff pointed to scott evans when he said that i did <laughs> this is what it's why it's good to talk about our hands um but uh oh that we that we <laughs> the, not the royal we not the royal we um we are considering writing more material <laughs> but it's no, it's just a lot you. of fun it's very different and it's very different than write it's writing um in kowloon um mm-hmm. there's just it's not trying to do what Kowloon does, and so there's just a whole other wealth of influences. Hey, don't 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 bat your eyes at me. Um, <laughs> he did let the plaintiff show that he did bat his eyes at him. So it's it's a lot of fun. I'm the really plaintiff has it. to show that. Usually the record shows that, but the record, the plaintiff, yeah. who's somebody the bailiff? Who, somebody's got to show. I don't know. The bailiff, the bailiff is, the the is there. The people cat. get rowdy. The yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And they're lazy as they can be. The cats are going to take you away if oh. they get motivated enough. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not so bad. I think you no. can take them. Our court, our court is actually kind of fun. <laughs> um, moving forward. Moving forward, yeah. Uh, mm. you, you know, uh, let's turns. do this. Let's play one of the songs off of the new Kowloon City record. And uh, that, should, you, that should give us like nine or ten minutes. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's like that. Yeah, huh? no, it is. And then we'll uh, we play like two of them and have the whole show taken up. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll come back with uh, with Scott and John from Kellenwald City.
There you go. That is Controlled <laughs> Violence in name and form by Puig. Puig? Puig. Puig. God damn it. <laughs> Puig Destroyer. Puig. With Puig an eye. Destroyer. Just think of the eye. That's the one about baseball, Puig. right? Yep. Maybe. <laughs> it might be about baseball. Could be. And uh, before that, which I think that would probably fit into like uh, one of the quiet breaks of the earlier song, that was... <laughs> Calhoun Walled City with uh, one of my favorite songs on there, actually, Your Best Years, which I I have to say, I, I really dig this record. It's um it's it's a it's a little different, but in a good way. Like you guys are kind of um letting it stretch, I guess, might be the better w- way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's can you still hear me with this giant pop filter on here? I, don't I, know. I can. I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna adjust the compressor real quick, so yeah, there you go. <clears throat> Oh, uh, <laughs> you you wouldn't know anything about that, would you, Super Producer Scott Evans? What uh, what release time you got on that thing? <laughs> Whatever date, lame little preset this comes in here. Oh, presets, preset, well, pretty cool. All right, sounds like a Stratocaster. Uh, <laughs> what was I saying? Uh, <laughs> I was I gave you a compliment and then stretching? I distracted you with nonsense. Sorry, stretching, stretching. It, it, it seems like the songs there's a more it's very deliberate there's there's a longer kind of uh it, it stretches it yeah, stretches I, no, I, okay am, am i accurate in saying that no i know what you mean and, like and, and a I, yoga practice stretch? it's like a yoga practice like with like the butts a, in your face like and a lunge i think the last record the first one that john was on container ships container ships we right. we sort of figured out this thing that we then really started to exploit on that grievances record and and it is the thing you're describing, I think, where it's it's very, I guess, sort of patient and spacious. I guess you know we we started doing that. I think we've just we've we've sort of figured out how to get better at that on this record. And I think it, I mean I I don't think it suddenly sounds like different or crazy or anything. Like it still sounds like you guys. It just definitely sounds like you're taking your time to go in for the kill, you know, a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, I guess it, I think this one, so it's funny, the the last record, when it came out, a bunch of people, friends, and you know, whatever, reviewers, they were like, wow, this is so different from the previous record. You remember that? Yeah. And I, it, to me, it didn't, I was like, oh, really? I didn't really notice that. I don't know if you noticed it. Maybe you did, but I... Yeah, I mean, uh, but kind of. container ships uh, uh, versus being... gambling on the Richter, style, right? The one yeah. before that. So okay. now, now when I listen to the two of them, I'm like, okay, yes, this is in fact very different. But at the time, I didn't really notice it. It just felt like, oh, we were the same. Well, we were, we weren't the same people, but we were sort of. The, we had the same. I don't know. We just did shit the same, and we wrote the same, and we were using the same rigs and tuning, and that, just things didn't change that much. It, it didn't. I don't. I don't know. This one, it feels like okay. We really did try and intentionally do a little push change. it a little different direction maybe try try just try to go a little deeper or something maybe am i yeah or maybe it was i, I don't know i don't you know maybe i was just lying to myself with <laughs> container ships and we because we did do a bunch of intentional stuff too we did a lot yeah, i mean so that seemed very different i mean just just the fact that we didn't have as many just riffs that were single note riffs everything was a little courtier and fuller Man, right I hate when people describe know, music in terms of tell me about your character <laughs> well my character is here's blah, the thing blah, about blah. this record the riffs <laughs> shut up I love how I love how I love how sassy you are and you are very patient it's I have so, to be I have to be so great <laughs> I couldn't be here otherwise <laughs> it's so entertaining to watch I can relate 
I can relate. <laughs> <You don't Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show that the plaintiff is pointing to the host, Kona Neutron. Um, and he's sambo like no hand riffs. motion. There's riffs. There's no riffs. There's riffs. There's there's okay. no there's no there on on container ships there is nothing close to shit factory. That's that's really I think my main Neither point. of those things are riffs. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what are they what? then? If they're not riffs, what are they? Uh, they're guitar parts. Are oh they, my is god. it noodling? So precious. <laughs> <laughs> is noodling better than riffs? Wait, wait, is this a, I thought this was shtick. This is like something you actually cuz I have heard you talk about you make some sort of asinine comment about about riffs oh. before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is this something that like you think that word is bullshit? Is that or like in like I, I don't, is this? Is it? I don't think I have to air? defend myself. I, I Scott's. <laughs> I mean, like working with Scott's really interesting because he's very conscious conscious of songs. He's very conscious right. of how things go together. So I'm going to totally speak for him here. But I think that the idea of parts, you know, riffs, parts, that kind of thing, yeah. it's less important. Um, it should Scott s- should serve or at the least song. Working with ultimately. Scott, it, it has to serve the song. Right. Like, okay. We we once had a discussion. We were trying to write, and Scott kind of figured something out, which is that like I'm very focused on the part, and he's very focused on what comes next, and that that really does define how we write together. Um, that seems so, very complimentary. No, that that's when great. We figured though, it yeah. out. It was great. You know, before <laughs> that, <laughs> just arguing. Before that, uh, yeah, so. that's. I mean, no, that that does work definitely. Like yeah. John, John can generate tons of, and I, this sounds. Say it. Well, tons of like micro. Okay, there you like, go. Tons of detail. That's fine. And, oh, okay. and then I can I can kind Weave of more think in terms of macro. Okay. Yeah, um, that's a good pairing. Yeah. It's challenging. And it works I out because he can play challenging. guitar and I can't. Yeah. So that's sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> that's why you keep them around. It all works out. That's why it works out. Well, but, and, but so the, the riffs thing is just because it's just this like all heavy music just everyone just describes music in terms of riffs like as though as though songs are just like in the way or around fucking riffs strung together which a lot of them are i guess uh but i don't know i i don't know what it is for like to me like you listen to clutch or a band like that like those are riffs you know like yeah kind of the single note bluesy kind of like that's a riff and like you can't just be like yo those dudes got riffs when you're talking i don't know <laughs> i can't it, even defend it, myself i, I feel just, like the persona bothers you more than what it is i'm not sure i can unpack this right now <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of baggage. yeah ultimately I, you don't have to you don't have to like justify anything i got an it's, issue with riffs clutch riffs some riffs that's the jam right there it is so i think what you so you're rather than being a riff opportunity you you, you tend to think about something as, as more like a song which i th- i do think that i think one thing that actually not th- really looking for riff opportunities at this <laughs> right. point in my life <laughs> is it quality not quantity at this point in your life <laughs> well, I th- no, I think that's interesting because I think Kowloon actually, for me anyway, I feel like you guys are more song oriented than other heavy bands, which sounds like a diss to an entire genre, but in some cases maybe it's deserved. But I think that there's there's certainly things that are focused on uh, w- with bands, and I've always felt that 
the songs that you guys come up with, you know, they're they're very full, they're very thoughtful and fully realized. But I, it to me, it feels like the song comes first. Like I think of it as a song, not like oh, here comes the part. Oh, there's the thing. Cool. I, I mean, I think we definitely like having you know the part. Like we are trying to sure. set up moments, uh, sort of like visceral moments or whatever. But they, but hopefully, it's it's not just that sort of tacky. Like let's, I don't know, you know. But it seems Let's like have a breakdown after the breakdown. Money riff. Like, Here comes yeah, the mosh yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> dude, it's all a mosh part. <laughs> the slowest mosh. Well, no, but it, but it seems like it's there to serve the song. Like, it's yeah. there to like build a, a mood, and like maybe it's a release, maybe it's a counterpoint, even. And if we have right? a good but, part, and everything else around it does it doesn't actually make it a song, then there's no reason in keeping everything else around it. Take that part, and write everything different. You know, right. that's that's what we do. So right, yeah, yeah, that is definitely true. Now, whether or not you know, in the end, we're great songwriters, I don't know, but I I, I do think that there's there's I agree. With you. I, I like it. Well, I have what does that based. say? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> wow, man, I'm just it's just two all I'm, sorts of horns I'm around. Just yeah, salty as hell <laughs> today. Let's go. Yeah. Next yeah. caller. I, I, I'm not sure if that's going to necessarily get you millions, but I like it. Well, you know. Uh, uh, Sorry, I, please continue. <laughs> what you got? I remember what I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> I do agree with you that there, that in heavy music, at least, uh, there is a lot of emphasis on that, again, that visceral kind of like, it is sort of part salad, right? It's like part after part right. after part after part. And it, if you can take those sort of, I don't know, physical intense feeling ideas and turn them into a structure that builds on each other and makes sense i think you get something that is much bigger than the sum of those parts uh and i think a lot of the bands that i'm drawn to it's the reason i'm not really drawn to like genre bands and right. I, I, I more think of music in terms of just music like it's th- these guys write great songs you know well some bands you have to it look like dead writer where do they fit in uh-huh. I mean, I, I love Aliens. them, but like, I, I'm like, well, it's like, it's well, that, that one that was, was that playing on that the radio? Was, was, yeah. Yeah. Chills on Glass. Yeah. yeah the one the right song. Mm-hmm. That song. We just, we listen to that song on tour and everybody stops talking. Yeah, it's a mindfucker. And yeah. we just listen and it's everybody. Oh, they're incredible. That's a great yeah. song. I think that's yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's one of my favorite songs of theirs. I actually like that whole record quite a bit, but that's, I think, easily one of their best. Totally. Like, the far, problem but, with that song is that it. The, you spend the whole rest of the record being like, I sure wish it was that song again. You know, like, it's just That's that a good. common thing with records. I, it kind of is, but I those guys are so good that, you know, I you kind of think, oh, they could sustain a whole record of their yeah. thing. Yeah, like they just yeah. like they, they just found they struck such like gold with that one. Yeah. Song and then it's that, the third song on the album yeah it almost yeah. feels like wow in a better world this would be like the biggest song in the world like this would this would be like you know and it's it would be one of those freak factor how did that song become like a you know played at proms who approved that it, that's great it can, it's the it biggest can re- song in my world it can replace closing time because oh man that yeah, was, yeah I'm, I'm on board yeah. with that oh yeah. yeah. Or did, oh, did, man. did did everybody have the um head. did every, am I is I don't know if I'm too young or too old for this crowd, but did everybody have the um uh, You tell us, the, Johnny. The, the Zeppelin um uh where it starts out slow, the famous one that I can't stay. Stairway. Stairway to did heaven? everybody do yeah. stairway at their dances where it just gets awkward? 
Like, cause we did that. <laughs> You're just like, and, and I think I'm also, I think I'm, I don't think that we did that at my that? dances, totally but I don't that. know how old, I mean, that doesn't mean that you're too old or too young. Yeah. I, I, I just, maybe I shouldn't be attributing that. Where are that. you from? But, uh, Ohio. Okay, maybe that's maybe it. That's it. <laughs> maybe that's it. <laughs> so back in the summer of lot four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it, I only ever went to the one dance and I basically sat with my other asshole rock and roll friends. And we talked about how we'd rather be listening to Black Sabbath. So, I mean, I'm probably the wrong person to ask. But, there's, I mean, the prom music that I remember is all strictly like 90s. Like, oh, yeah. hey, yeah, it's the cranberries. It's yeah, you know. it's just pop. That's what, I mean. Stuff I bust on. Frente. There's some Frente involved. I mean, there was a lot of. <laughs> A lot of Frente. A lot of booty dancing (laughs) music at my prom because I'm from the South. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Florida for you. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely more of the the hip-hop side than the Led Zeppelin side. But Led Mm -hmm. Led Zeppelin is what you're referring to as far as just being like people only knowing from... What's the name of that song? Stairway? Stairway, Stairway to Heaven, yeah. yeah. I love that you guys are drawing a blank on Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that car maker? Chevra something? Chevrolet? I got nothing. Like, Chevrolet? <laughs> I don't know. What's that soda everyone drinks? Yet, yet I can pretty much name every song and every Fugazi record off the top of my head, too. Yeah. But well, it's also like, I don't care about it. I skip that song. I'm like, I never need to. I hear it at the freaking grocery prom, store. When you're or at, at the, the prom. prom. Yeah, when, when I'm hanging out at the prom, leering at the oh kids. Oh, boy. <laughs> leering? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. But I, I, I hear what you're saying as far as that being, like, you know, that kind of, oh, yeah, that's something that could transcend in that way, you know, maybe if time. Like, look at it this way. Like, I, all right, I'm not. I think the, the, the big Lord hit is a very well-written song. Is oh, it? yeah. And, yeah, and it, it, yeah. When, when it came out of nowhere, I was like, wow, that's a cool song, but why this? Like, why did why did this... I mean, it's it's cool, but uh, I can name you like 20 with, other cool songs in the same way. I'm with like, you on that. I mean, it, but it's... That it's, one hit. It's and also a fantastic album. It's, like, it's kind of jam-packed. And yeah. she had a cult following for a while before it that blew up. Know. And I think... Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't, and yeah. I'm going to be honest with you, I'm doing what I do in this show a lot, just talking about something that I only have the vaguest notion <laughs> about. But... <laughs> I was not aware of that, but I, I do think it's interesting that sometimes it's like a perfect storm, like certain things happen, a certain opportunity, and some of it's skill, some of it's luck, some of it's, you know. Well, it's similarly to like The well, weekend and Drake, how like they've blown up in the last year and it's kind of like, well, if that's not your thing, that's not your thing, but I heard they've, that had, week- a, they've I was- had a following for a long time. Well, I've heard, I've heard the, the weekend for a while. The, the weekend song, which I didn't realize that's what it was, I was, <laughs> no kidding, I was... I was buying stuff at the Kragen or whatever they call it now. And I heard that song. I'm like, is this Michael Jackson? Like, what is this? Huh. The Kragen? Yeah. The Kragen? Uh, what is it? It's O'Reilly now. But the, the, I was at the auto parts oh, store. Oh, I was buying oh, some. Release the Kragen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Release the Kragen! <laughs> Windshield wiper blades. <laughs> go, go, gadget. Snakehead. Did, did I ever tell you about when, when I saw Neurosis and Shellac the second time, the Great American Music Hall, uh, we were up in the... Uh, what do you call it? The, the balconies, right? When yeah. was that? What do you call it? The, 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 what do you call it? The... Stairway to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Balcony. Uh, it, that, eh, what, about 10 years ago? I didn't know that Neurosis like that. and Shellac had ever yeah. played together. Well, they're playing together actually next month or month after that or something. Yeah. But Help a sister out. Yeah, well, well it's fine. <laughs> um, Save it for off the air. But, but they play. They played with them at the Neurot Fest and there was... <laughs> It was a like one of those shellac songs where they, they just go like the mood wise it just drops and drops and drops and it's like mm-hmm. hits the basement goes down to the sub basement starts digging a sub sub basement like that level it, it's at this 
really like just super quiet and everyone's just very attentively listening attentively listening and uh this this fella who definitely neurosis fan looking very much like the raider nation type of, of neurosis fan just oh, goes oh i know those just goes release the kraken <laughs> oh <laughs> and everyone including steve bob and todd on stage lost their shit <laughs> <laughs> Immediate Q and A. It's like let's stop the song. Let's talk about this. That guy. <laughs> and like, but they weren't even pissed. They were just like, "That's amazing." They're like, okay, gold star heckle. Right yeah, like, like, <laughs> I love that. that. I love that story. Oh man, that's like the Valhalla of heckling. As far I know, as I'm concerned, that's like right? my favorite moment in life when when the intention just goes a completely different direction and you're like oh that was kind of awesome nobody was expecting that because somebody could yell "Freebird" or some bullshit too right and that would be like fuck you man but that was hilarious because first of all whoa clash of the titans okay (laughs) why not (laughs) it's always a good time for a topical clash of the titans reference (laughs) especially 10 years also perfect (laughs) yeah right and it worked exactly like it was just yeah it was an amazing moment (laughs) Will you will you be attending the Shellac and Neurosis show? This I will. Year? Yes, and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I've, I've had, I, I, I've, I saw Shellac last time they came through, both times, and I've seen them a lot. The first time of the of the last two they played is easily the best time I've ever seen. We're like thirty times seeing them, right? Was that the one at uh, New Parish? New Parish, yeah. yeah. Was that the one that you left before yes. they played? That's the one I left before they. You're played. You're kidding Aww. me. John that, was having that, a bad night. That was Aww. having a bad night. I saw Helen Money though, and that she was yeah, Helen Money's amazing. Yeah, so um, got that. It, it, it was the best time I've ever seen them. I've seen them thirty times. Whoa! So, not to rub it in, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but that said, neurosis for some reason I've uh, there's been some bullshit reason like one at least half of which was work that, I, that I've missed them the last like four or five times that they played. So I'm, I haven't seen them in years. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty That's stunning. Exciting. They're a pretty good never. band. Yeah, they're a pretty good band. It's true. Pretty good band. I like them. It's all right. Never yeah. seen them. <laughs> maybe maybe I will. Pretty good band. Pretty decent band. Pretty pretty good. <laughs> Uh, let's hear another song off the record. What, what's uh, let's see? What's another? What's another banger? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of uh, all the bangers. Yeah, I do want to just play the hits. We're gonna play the deep cuts here. Well, uh, um, white walls. White. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, let's do that. White walls. Yeah. All right. So this is uh, white walls, Kowloon Wall City.
Walls. Sick riffs. Sick riffs, dog. (laughs) (laughs) That's on the new record, Grievances, that you can find on... uh, Where can can you find that, Scott Evans? Sickriffs.com. Sickriffs.net. Riffopportunity.net. It is available in vinyl format. Neurotrecordings.com. Yeah, Neurot has an online store and also Gilead Media who did the vinyl. They, uh... Yeah, yeah, the, the, uh... Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they... Stairway to Heaven, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, what, what was it? What, what, what was it? There's something... <laughs> Sorry, continue your sentence. Just pretend I didn't speak. Gilead has an online store. They sell the vinyl and then there's also cds are available at the neurot store and uh, all this is on the band camp you know all the usual shit it's just everywhere normal on the internet mm-hmm. I, I don't have a good answer i think i, I was thinking of the uh, the the vol record i think is what i was thinking of oh right? yeah he put that out yeah yes okay well he did maybe he just did the <laughs> for vinyl. all three listeners that was wondering he may have just done the vinyl oh okay what i don't wasn't yeah. the Vol CD on Profound Lore? You got me. I have this funny thing about metal, hardcore, punk scene that mm. I've lived in my whole life. Do you ever want to just like throw it all away and kind of be like, no, I'm I'm listening to Taylor Swift now. <laughs> so I, I, I kind of think that these days it seems like that's fine. Like it, like I think the kind of like super rules-based music listening is is almost an artifact at this point. It seems like yeah. he, there's a lot of people who are, who will like listen to, you know, I don't know, Charlie XCX or Lord or, yeah. you know, whatever. And also listen to, you know, agoraphobic nosebleed or something like that. Like, I think it's, mm-hmm. it seems like that's sort of very, and it might just be because a lot of the people I know who listen to heavy music are, older and don't care about being cool anymore but also it seems mm. like like if you're younger i think like if you're 22 all that stuff has been so mashed up for so long yeah that, maybe know, the divisions aren't quite as profound it's not quite like anymore. gilman in 1997 or right. something or whatever yeah. yeah well i mean when i went to high school yeah. there was like the punk rockers and the metalheads and you know it, w- it wasn't like there was like that much cross-pollination except for everyone agreed on motorhead of course right <laughs> you know slayer was cool for everyone but like yeah there, there wasn't it was like oh that that punk rock shit sucks like, fuck you metal stuff's dumb you know like it's just and it's like Turns wow out both are correct yeah <laughs> <laughs> neither one is wrong <laughs> and then of course the, the funny thing is that you know we're talking about like maybe 10 percent of the entire school at like top end and then it was like wow you know all the rest of these people are the actual enemy and they were sitting here like arguing about you know who's more relevant or like what's a better yeah but it, it totally genre. seems like i don't know if it's a result of uh i've been able to exactly like i think it sort of ties into there's this also this this the perception of sort of quote unquote selling out right like doesn't exist so much anymore yeah. you see lots of sort of uh what's the right word i don't know like sort of punk ethics type sort of like you know, house show type bands ending up with management representation and trying to get in, in movie placements and right. all this kind yeah. of stuff. And that's all cool. Like, it seems like the kind of like old school, like DIY judgment of that stuff is, has evaporated. And again, I don't know if that's because of like, like sort of just incredible 
cultural cross-pollination or if it's because the only way that anyone can make money making music anymore is to get their music placed in a commercial or what. But somehow it seems like if you're, uh, you know, I don't know, try and pick some like, you know, very undergroundy indie band, like Pile or something being in a, you know, a shoe commercial or a something. Sh- yeah, like a car commercial. Nobody would, like, yeah. People no, will be stoked for them. Like, hey, cool. Like, hey, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I well, certainly didn't pay for any of your music, so it's good that someone did. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and we had Trans Am in not that long ago, oh, cool. and they had the that Hummer commercial. That, like they, they, I didn't know about didn't know that. This is so. This is a 2004 <laughs> or so, and they, uh, Hummer wanted to use one of their songs for one of their commercials, and they just put out that record, like the very political record that had like them in the like the Gu- Guantanamo looking suits and stuff like that. Hmm. So they were like, "No, man, like that's." Hummer, no, you guys are the problem. <laughs> no, they're like, wait, no, a we, we're not going to do that. But then, yeah, we were like, oh yeah, but then it's funny because nowadays, you know, they're like, and then like uh, Sebastian's like, yeah, <laughs> we probably could use that money. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was always everyone's defense with like the sky on thing. I was like, isn't this weird yeah. to anyone? It was like, no, you know, like these. Like, you catch they they just killed they killed that brand. I did. I saw. Oh, really? They? Really? The, I, think, I think the article was today or yesterday, but um, they killed Scion. It will be, I'm, it will be no more. It's I, I, only wow. a record label now. It turns out. <laughs> That'd be amazing. If that was a good. distro. Someone needs to start a band. <laughs> yeah. It's from the, from the trunk of a, of a Scion. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, lot of room. Yeah. You just in the back of the Toyota dealership, you can get all the like sort of crust records. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. You need some Grimple? We got you covered. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> that is now a good band name. Yeah, well, they were in like know. a year when they stopped seeing them on the road. Yeah, so that's well, that, and that's such a weird anomaly too. Of you know, I I'm, I'm honest with you, I don't I could don't think I could spot a scion out of a lineup. Like Lindsay could, like she likes cars, but I'm not like a car person. So, but I, I obviously know because like oh, there's all these awesome records that are somehow affiliated with this. So I'm aware that that is a thing. Yeah, and they, which is what a brand awareness thing is supposed to do, right? Right. Yeah. And I, I remember um, they were interviewing the the marketing person for Scion, and she was just like, "We think this is a good idea. You know, this is we think that well, everyone knows how that shit works, right? Like, I mean, that cost it that it's nothing compared to oh, what yeah. a normal campaign is. Yeah, nothing yeah. compared nothing. to like running a single ad for a yeah, you know, a quarter in the New York Times or whatever Toyota usually does. Like, it's just like th- there's a TV ad now that's uh, it, it's to the tune of of, of Beth by Kiss. Hmm. And, but it's literally like things that are in, I don't know why this annoys me so much. I've actually not spoken about this on the show, Oh, but uh, every, everything that's happening in the commercial is something literally that's is happening in the song. Like me and the boys are out playing and like this guy is out playing with his kids. And then like, at, it, like he texts, he uses the car to like text his wife, Beth, if what so can you, I do? And she's like, Oh, get groceries. Okay. So it's like a literal, like what you're hearing in the song is, but it's, it makes me fucking mental. Like, so it makes you find me their usage of this annoying. It's really obnoxious. Idiotic kiss ballad to be a little too on the nose. Yeah, and for it, you. I mean, and the song is is not good. It's terrible. Like I don't, I don't like. I, I do actually like. I'm gonna say at least a dozen like kiss songs or so, and, and they're fine. That's but a I, lot. There's it's everything I'll, on know, Kiss Alive too. Yeah, right? like I, when they're good, they they were pretty good. It's just there's a lot more shit ultimately <laughs> is what it comes down to, and I'll stand by that assessment. But. The point of fact, it was something about the way, like it, if it had been 
And, and, if, and you're not like Kiss sold out, man. This is a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss doing a car. They sold out their punk punk rock ideals. Yeah. yeah. No, you're just annoyed with the literal translation. Uh, yeah, not I'm annoyed. Like, <laughs> exactly. Not the like you sold out. Fuck you guys. No, I mean it's it's not like I've seen like you know waiting room on a <laughs> on a car commercial or something. You know that that would actually bum me out a lot. But no, that but would never ever fucking happen. There have been too. a few of those lately, right? There's been. I mean, well, not Fugazi, but yeah, like, like Love something of Life, right? And you know, like a few of those things where it have been like. Right, lover, lover, love, life, love of life. You know, like was that, it was on a car? It was in a car commercial. Lust like, for life. Uh, sorry, lust for life. Wow. Yes. Oh, I. But yeah, but oh, the, yeah. that's Iggy. That's Iggy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at, at one point, I'm pretty sure he was probably selling his body for drugs. I mean, it, let's let's go yeah, ahead and be clear. That. That's pure. <laughs> <laughs> Carnival cruise liners. Actually, is what that was for, and I only remember, I remember that because the dichotomy was hilarious. Uh, oh, and, and John Lydon did that butter commercial, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Sex, that is right. When, yeah. When Sex Pistols reunited, they did a Mountain Dew commercial. They wrote a song for Mountain Dew, and I just, like I I can wow. I can remember really? the melody line, and I remember I remember the video, and but he was they I were upfront that, about it. They were like, we didn't get paid when we did this the first time. We are gonna get paid now. Yeah. We don't like each other. They called it the Filthy Luger tour, even I think if I remember correctly. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. So I mean, they they were upfront about it. Is it more of like a how you sell out rather than just selling out? I mean, I always I've thought about this a lot, and I definitely have my opinions. I kind of meant more about like associating with the genre than selling out. But I know as a musician, that's like a huge thing. Like, how is this okay? Is using our song that's very political for a Hummer commercial, no, that's not okay. But maybe if it was a different song that wasn't so political or a different car company, would that be okay? Like writing a song for a huge corporate company like Mountain Dew, that's a little bit selling out maybe too much. Yeah, I mean, you're you're forever going to be associated with everything positive or negative about that brand, right. that company. Yeah. And that, if you're not thinking about that when you, when you sign the contract, that's too bad. If people want to judge you for that, I think that's completely fair. But yeah. um, but to your point, yeah, like if if you have the political song, don't use the political song, you know, don't completely undermine. Uh, was it Holiday in Cambodia in a Dockers commercial? Because like, who cares about, you know, your own perception of your work? Like people are people are going to perceive your work in whatever way they want. And there's that might not be yeah, accurate. Yeah. So I got nothing. Yeah, you're done. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, you can't control what people think of art. And that's kind of the beautiful thing is like some people hate it. And in a lot of ways, that's actually better than them liking it so much. If they hate what you do, that actually can, in a lot of ways, provide more attention for you than loving what you do. I mean, and it's like particularly if they're vocal about it. I yeah. mean, like if they want to be vocal about how much they hate us, well, great. You just told everybody. Yeah. Cool. And then people well, are going to be like, what is this thing? Oh, wait, I kind of like this. The whole Skyon thing was like that, right? I mean, it was, you know, there were lots of people who thought it was the worst. and But every band who did it said, hey, you know, these guys, no strings attached, just paid for us to record yeah have some money and, <laughs> and like put a record out and we're just and, gonna put our name somewhere not even like yeah, they, they, all they had to do is put their name like on the back where the record label name yeah. would have been anyway so right. what's the difference and it's sort of like well i don't know you know like and, and oh and they paid us five grand and gave us you know free shoes or whatever like yeah, yeah. like i thought like converse is doing the same thing right the free shoes yeah. thing that, flipper uh flipper just did that in vans vans uh they, they thing in brooklyn and they actually there's a flipper I think there's it was a, a Vans or is a Converse. Or there's a flipper shoe, whatever yeah. shoe it is. See, it's funny because I remember there's a shoe, but I don't remember what brand it is. 
<laughs> so mission kind of accomplished. Well, but, so Con- no, Converse is doing is the Con- maybe it's Converse. Converse doing the recording of. studio okay. thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, Converse yeah, yeah. rubber tracks thing. And honestly, that to me like is a kick in the nuts. I've got good friends who have who have engineered right Converse rubber track ses- sessions and stuff, and it's awesome for them. I know, but I'm still kind of like, man, you know, people like me have spent their whole lives <laughs> trying to kind of like get together enough gear and skills yeah. and stuff and and that stuff is is nothing to go buy a studio and stuff for someone like converse and a marketing budget and it's just like man that that's rough but you know the truth is does it does it actually hurt my recording business or you know no probably yeah because who's recording at the at the it's converse that's yeah, it's converse, converse studio let's see it three more times and maybe they'll start sponsoring the show <laughs> oh actually a, a few of my <laughs> friends bands yeah I've, really? seen, <laughs> I've seen like they've done a lot of ad work and like shows at their stores and yep. stuff like that yep. supporting artists i've seen a lot of their ads in the city yeah i know some good bands that you know like they're like fuck yeah free studio time i'll do yeah, that i mean it's like well yeah we got free shoes too i'm like yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're like i got salty jokes yeah (laughs) i got opinions (laughs) what do you got evans bad attitude that's what i thought (laughs) you should start offering shoes into your sessions (laughs) just like no no free tom shoelaces (laughs) or insoles cheaper used shoes (laughs) that you found have distort everything insoles Man, I'd actually probably wear those. Yeah, you guys are all hired. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. But ultimately, yeah, I mean, the the culture of like the outrage of, you know, back when it was sort of like, oh, so-and-so's in a commercial. Wow, those sell-out dicks. I can't believe, blah, blah, blah. And, you you know, everyone would, you know, have the 10-minute hate, five-minute hate, whatever it is on, on that band and like that was how they were then remembered. It's like, oh, they were the ones that sold out for that thing. And now it's like, nobody cares. Especially the kids. Kids don't give a flying fuck about any of that. They don't yeah. even like. Why would you even? Well, well whatever. I, just ignore I, I, it. I don't even know that that's wrong. You know, like so. Like I grew up loving Iron Maiden. They were very, very like marketed and merchandised. Oh, yeah. You know, like so. What is? What's the difference? Like you know. I, well, it is. I I understand it's hard when you see other people like it looks so easy for you to be successful because you have all these opportunities and I've been working so hard at this. So I think that's the root of where that like, oh, you sold out. But then truthfully, like nowadays, I think everyone has to be very innovative because the world is changing. Well, that's true. I think that to me, it's it's not a thing about being easy or not easy. I guess it's sort of a question of accidentally ceding control over right over the making of records or you know if if like it's a slippery slope i guess potentially where all of a sudden oh the way everyone makes records is they go find a car company or something you know that's that's now the new model right right. and that hasn't happened so you know whatever but i think that's more the concern yeah that makes sense it's not like a jealousy thing it's just like a man this this, could get weird this is a weird precedent (laughs) yeah but of course nothing is stopping me from not doing that so it's you know again i don't i don't know that i really where i feel about where i fall on this i I know that there are people with super strong opinions about it i have an excellent pair of sky on socks that i got from (laughs) ludicra when we played their okay (laughs) tour return show hey good socks are very valuable they are yes so so they they had to put out sky on merch on their merch table take a photo of it and send that to their rep at sky on mm. just to prove wow. that they're the show. repping the product not trying to distance themselves from the brand or anything they were out there you know yeah 
and then put it back in a box. And <laughs> I don't think they really mind like free socks. Yeah, no yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. Who's gonna, who's gonna argue with having free socks at the merch table? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. while I'm here, I'll pick up a t-shirt and you know record. I've Great. actually had long conversations about how socks are always a good gift. <laughs> yeah, we had a we had we had, we had tote bags in uh, Victory and Associates. And it, was, it was one of those weird items that was like, hey, this is cool because you can put other stuff in here. This is actually useful. Like, I can take this down to Trader Joe's or something. Like, that would, well, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But, like, the idea would be that somebody could. And, like, yeah, they flew off. The, there were no shelves. But people, you know, more <laughs> interested in those in the records, <laughs> well, they to be flew, clear. They flew off the ground. They flew the somewhere. Ground. I don't know. They flew off the ground. <laughs> flew off the table. Yeah, more interested in our tote bags than our records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> was, uh... Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was referring more to, like, genre-crossing taste. Right. Where, you know, like, I have a friend who... Oh, so that 20-minute deviation wasn't what you were actually talking about? Well, it's related. <laughs> it's, you know, in a, in a lot of ways more important, especially sure. to musicians. But, yeah. I mean, I meant, like, I <clears throat> felt so I felt so immersed in, like, the punk rock scene that I think I got tired of it. And I was like... I want to. I don't. I want to be different or something. And then you know, it's like a, some weird identity crisis. But I've seen that happen with lots of people. Like I have a friend in the band Deaf Heaven, and he played. He has a solo project that he played recently before they went on tour. And he was like, "No, no, no! Like you're going to be really surprised. It's like really pop influenced. Like you know, like I'm like Taylor Swift pop. Like what do you mean? Because I'm not sure what to expect from you. Because I know you really like lots of different types of music. And then I went to the show and I was like, oh, this is actually still really heavy. <laughs> I can see where you think it's poppier, but it's still very like dark uh, punk, post punk, eighties. And where he was at, he thought it was like this is. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this Abba. Is, he's like, I'm going on a different. <laughs> there, are, there's not even any blast beats in this. It yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was really cool. It was really great. It was just funny because I was like, you know, you clearly like are trying to go in a different direction with the words you're telling me, but you know, the other, the root of where you came from and your metal root is still there, and you know, I can see that. That's fine. Well, it's I think cool. there's, there are people it, for who like a genre or a scene is like a a set of rules, right? Right, and and then maybe eventually that's exhausting. Like I don't want to have to, yeah, every day. You know, like maybe at some point I I outgrow that stuff. Um, and and also I think it's there. There are, are people that, you know, Ian in our band is a good example. Like he's totally content to do five different sort of rules based things, you know, like right. he's, with the stuff he plays in our band is super important to this band, like musically and super appropriate, but he's happy to go do a pop project also. And yeah, you know, and, and it seems like he gets different things out of those. That's right. And well, I would right? honestly like, would be just as happy at this point recording, like, I don't know, chamber pop or something as I would mm-hmm. like another tune down to Z like, <laughs> Like sludge band, yeah. Turn down yeah. to tune down to stupid. That's like turn I down for what? <laughs> right. And I still like. So you can hear the vocals. I still like doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I do, but 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 I, you know, I, staying, keeping your feet in a bunch of different camps and staying diverse and not defining yourself based on a a genre or a scene or a set of rules. I think is is liberating and good. Yeah, I think it's important. Yeah. It helps you stay relevant. And Deaf Heaven has a tough because they picked black metal. Yeah. 
which is <laughs> yeah it's which is very talk about a rules-based genre <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely there's not a whole like yeah they're um black metal and ska yeah there's, there's, there's none of that <laughs> yeah so i I, yeah. I can imagine that like you know after a couple of years of doing that and sort of dealing with the positive and negative feedback that they get it's probably yeah. it's probably pretty relieving to be like i'm just gonna step outside of this altogether yeah i mean i think that's it reson listening to him talk resonated with me enough to bring it up because i realized a long time ago that I was sick of being like a hater or, you know, like right. being like, oh, no, I don't like that because yeah, like, I'm do, only in this. I do a show with one of those guys. I don't need to be one. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of was like, fuck it. You know, like in the last year or so, I was like, well, it depends on my mood. Like when I'm at home, I really, really like stoner metal. When I'm at work, I don't usually listen to stoner metal. I let whatever, whoever else is listening. I mean, sometimes we do, but, you know, they put on like pop music and I'm just kind of like, well, whatever, like. You know, just, it's, a, it's a different environment. I'm though. not a believer, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. I just kind of got sick of it's exhausting to hate on stuff all the time. Yeah, it does. It it creates Listen too to much. You. Come on, uh, <laughs> most of the time, some a few things it's easy, but <laughs> it's. I mean, it, it, it does get tiring after a while. You're like, oh, who cares? Oh, I think there Whatever. is that there, there is uh, merit to that whole there's no such thing as a guilty pleasure with music or, you know, yeah. whatever. Like, if I want to go home and watch, like, binge watch all of the, I don't have a lot of TV shows to refer to. <laughs> like, all of the... Is the MASH! Is, is, That's what the kids are watching, right? <laughs> Dude, MASH, MASH is, is great, by the way. MASH is legit. Just, <laughs> <laughs> was it, what was that one about the old women? Oh, Gilmore. No, not Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Not Gilmore. No, uh, Golden Girls. Yes. If I want to go home and binge watch that, like, who cares? That's a good show. Yeah, that is a great show. Don't feel show. bad. That's a great show. Okay. And so, Gilmore Girls And so been... is the Gilmore Girls, and it's yeah. coming back. It's coming back. What, is in... that a show? That's an actual show. Yeah. Fuck. The, the lead... D- different girls, though, as it turns yeah. out. Yeah. The lead character no. is my celebrity twin. If you've seen the show, you'll get it eventually. I, I haven't. I don't... Have you seen Parenthood? She's on that show as well. I saw the Parenthood movie. Is that Steve, the same Steve thing? I've, I've not. It is. It is not the same thing. Though okay. the Parenthood show does take place in Berkeley. I care enough to ask you the question about it and, and waste valuable airtime. I don't care enough to actually do any of the research myself. That's but what, that's how. That's, that's my okay. level of interest in that show is. I guess I don't know. But I, I was like, did they just steal the name? Like, like there was those. There was Crash, the Cronenberg movie, and then there, and was, then the there was Crash that was the, like the. the whatever the hell that Hollywood, was, yeah, that the won all the awards. The hey everybody, let's pat ourselves on the back. We're Hollywood movie mm-hmm. that let's give ourselves awards now. And that Cronenberg movie me. was fucked up. Yeah, it was. I loved it. I loved it. I saw that on a date. <laughs> me too. Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. That's was, awkward. Like yeah. a first date. Good job, guys. Uh, <laughs> Mine went okay. I don't know. I. <laughs> but it was a little weird at points. It was like, oh, uh, hmm. Should have thought about this. I guess, huh? <laughs> Life experience. It teaches you things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't wait. I don't. I don't care if they're ripping off the uh, the movie because it was the movie first, and then there was an, there was another TV show called Parenthood that was based off of that movie that like died after a season, and huh. then there's this new Parenthood. It's our, the the show's already over, but yeah. I don't it's, know so anything it's all about old any Parenthood. of it. All I know is that people will randomly text me and be like, "Have you seen the Gilmore Girls?" I'm like, "No," but I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I, I back that show. It's a good show. <laughs> all right. Okay, good. All right. yeah. Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Lorelai. Yep. Yep. Anyways, moving back to what we were discussing. No, no guilty pleasures. Yeah. So, no such thing. So speaking of Parenthood, Daughters and Sons. That that song. 
is so is there anything specific with that? Cause, and the, another thing, oh, so another thing I wanted to mention earlier that I like about you guys is that it isn't like wizards and <laughs> unicorn writing and stuff in the lyrics. Wait. You get what I'm, I'm coming yes. at? Like, it's sort of like... Oh, okay. The, <laughs> I did it at first, but now I get it. Th- there's, there's, you know, when, the, when there's palpable terror, it's real terror. It's like real life terror like real life issues and problems i think it's cool because i think that for some reason people tend to shy away from that or i i don't know some people are good at different things like for instance you played a little tiny snippet of clutch and Mm -hmm. neil fallon i think is he's an amazing lyricist and uh and he just sort of with just this crazy storyteller kind of made up right thing he's super good at i remember uh, an old interview with him where he said oh yeah i'm i'm glad i let myself start doing that say i'm paraphrasing but i'm glad i let myself start writing that way because i didn't have that much to say about myself you know would right yeah basically ran out of that after about half a record and so so you know they've made a career and it's not you know high school notebook wizard shit but it is like (laughs) right uh it is fiction yeah like obviously fiction it's got an allegory to it you know it's just it's zany um (laughs) but he's super good at it for instance um that kind of lyric writing has always been very hard for me so you know lyrically in our band the stuff it's the the more allegorical stuff the more storytelling yeah it's just not uh i mean i just don't in the end i don't think i'm a really I don't know. I'm not good at that anyway. And so the, the things that have ended up in our songs are just kind of things that I'm good enough at writing about. Um, and I would, I, I can't get with like the wizards thing, I guess. So yeah. it's just, it's not for yeah, me. It's, like it's fine. It's yeah. just not for me. I don't even know if it's fine, but it's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good that way is to good. Run. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Daughters and Sons? Yeah, so the, the the song Daughters and Sons. So where's that coming from? Like, what's, what's your impetus with that? Impetus is a clutch song. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yes. It's the most discussion of clutch in quite some time on the show, I might yeah, add. Yeah, I know. Which I'm okay I'm with. Stuck I'll in out. my head later. God, I love... <laughs> It took me a while with Clutch. I, you know, I saw them when I was a, like a metal kid, and I was like, "What is with the dude in like the, like the, you know, like the kind of uh, gas station attendant shirt, yeah. like you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all the riffs and the bluesy kind of shit, and like, wow, well, I, I want to see Fear Factory. What is this?" <laughs> um, and I don't know. At some point, I totally turned around on it. And I was like, "Oh my god, riffs. like this kicks ass!" Yeah. But then the riffs were all right. <laughs> that one time that one band and then i was in forever and i love clutch quick sidebar first time i saw clutch was with marilyn manson back when marilyn manson looked like a human back before he didn't look like a david bowie alien it was marilyn manson and clutch i heard funny stories about that tour backstage interesting you can imagine I, i can imagine yeah is it worth elaborating I don't know. I think I'd be speaking out of turn. Uh, Might get some people in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have friends who did a bunch of work with Clutch. So I actually shot an album cover for Clutch. I'm not trying cool. to do really? a job. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway. Um, so yeah, get, get, but getting back to... I'm trying to figure out what to say about that song. Uh, I think of all the songs on that record, all seven of them, the lyrics on that one are the most 
um, like sort of if you cut up a bunch of different pieces of paper and glued them together and they, they, they like each individual phrase and he, they, there are lots of things there that mean things to me um, but it's hard to put it together into a, like a concerted big picture thing it, uh, I, I think that the there's a line in there that was I, I mean I guess for a while I actually wanted to call the record Daughters and Sons mm. I think because I felt like you know I do have this this sort of ongoing anxiety. I'm the only parent in our band. Right. And uh, being a parent has definitely made me think a lot more about the world we leave and the way we teach our kids and, uh, and, and also the way I grew up, the things I saw from, you know, my parents and their parents and that kind of thing. Uh, and I guess that's a, it's sort of this weird mishmash of me trying to put that together into something. Um, there's a comic book, believe it, a graphic novel that, you know, Ali Karim? Yeah. Yeah. Our friend Ali insisted I read, and I wish I could remember the title of it. It's beautiful. And it's about, uh, it's all these scenes uh, as a, it starts out with sort of a young man and he becomes, he grows older, he gets married, he ends up all this stuff. And it's, you know, about, this journey of, I guess, like sort of a pretty heavy journey about parenthood. Um, and it really, really struck me. Like, you know, like I had to put it down a couple times. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where it's like so intense, you're just, whoa. Yeah, it's just very beautiful. And even though it is in comic book format, it really is, it's very evocative and beautiful. And I think, well, I know that some of the imagery in that was kind of like the... Uh, the, the jump off point for that song. So, so there is this tie back, even though it's a little bit abstract lyrically sure, yeah. to, uh, to parenthood and, you know, trying to walk this line between feeling, uh, like a deep fatalism these days, uh, but not, pass that on to your kids exactly <laughs> right right yeah, yeah. you know like not maybe not pass on the curse but <laughs> i mean it's 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 a weird thing right like you know what what one of the things that happens with kids is people give them lots of you know gifts or or they get toys toy they're all plastic right and they're right. all they come wrapped in plastic stuff yeah, yeah. And every one of those you take and you throw into a recycle bin and and every time i do that i'm like it's, you're screwing the world just a little bit more we every time. We are yeah. doomed, like so yeah. soon. But yeah, I enjoy the Legos or whatever, and uh, <laughs> and Legos are awesome. To be clear, well, there's something awesome about Legos. There you is, know, like I don't know. So, so you can see I'm having trouble explaining this, but it, no, no, it's, and it, it, it really is like this. It, it, it's this sort of manifestation of me trying to make sense of these weird, very conflicting emotions that being a parent has sort of had me deal with yeah yeah that seems normal i feel whatever like. <laughs> <laughs> uh let, let's uh tell you what let's listen to that song now okay i'm gonna go have a cry <laughs> <laughs>
Daughters and Sons. Calum Mall City. That's off of the record grievances. I think it's the last song, right? That's the last song of the record? It yep. is. Yeah. It's Definitely. The, the, uh, the unwoundiest jam on there in a, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. If, if, if unwound was a uh, f- you know, 15-ton killing machine. Yeah. <laughs> brutal heaviness. That's cool that that comes across. I mean, we talked about that. We were like, it would oh, be yeah. cool to try and do like some unwoundy chord voicings here or something. That was, I think, our jump off point for that. The yeah. only band I can think of that does as Helmsley. And they have their own thing that they do. And it's only like certain pieces. Uh, but yeah, like there's not a lot of people that, that do. And it, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, as we were talking during the break, one of my mm. favorite bands of all time. And I think legitimately they, some of the stuff they pioneered is like, wow, people are going to be trying to figure that out like 20 years from now. Fantastic band. Yeah. And I, I feel like there was a resurgence, I mean, aside from the Numero group thing, but oh, just definitely. amongst like kind of younger punks and local yep. punks, like people loving them and like, oh, we're going to do an unwoundy type thing. And it never even remotely comes across yeah. as even being a, a frame of reference for some of the music. But I mean, I'm, I'm happy that people are listening to it. Right. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Shiner's like that too, right? It's one yep. of these yep. bands that I thought I was the only person who liked Shiner back in the day and now suddenly everyone's like i'm going to the shiner reunion i'm gonna cry you know like i think i said something like that like when we had josh on didn't i, I was like yeah. yeah i was like oh other people like this huh that's cool i had, I no, had idea no idea anyone ever liked your band <laughs> <laughs> turns out turns out other people like it that's great he actually might have said that or something along yeah. those lines as well but it yeah it's, he's, he's pretty wry he's a wry dude yeah he's fairly right <laughs> for sure so that's that's a that's a good segue that record came mm. to be you got a lot of you got a lot of props on that episode for basically making that record be a record that people might want to hear that was a funny experience that was uh, uh josh said somewhere on social media you know like i you know i don't actually understand why people do this but like People will be like, oh, here's the thing I've been goofing with, and here's a SoundCloud to it, or something right, like right. that. And uh, <laughs> that's, I, that's so against my nature in every possible that's funny, way. Me too. Like to me, that's like <laughs> that's in a thousand years, you could not pay me to do that. Yeah, that's like private time. You don't, you know. But that's 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 us. That's us. Yeah. Anyway, I you know I think he was on tour doing much stuff, and he was just goofing around. It was fun to put that stuff up and talk about it or whatever. And I said, hey, this is good. Like what if we turn this into a record? And he was like, oh yeah, it just needs mixing or something like that. And he sent me some of the basics and they were just like, he just throwing them over drum loops with, you know, like doing them on tour into a laptop with right, a right. guitar and bass or whatever. And it was like, well, it's cool, but we could mix it like this, but it'll be kind of shitty. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, Right. No, but on the real, like well, okay, it, that's not fair. It, it yeah. was more. It was more like there's a lot of potential here. It won't that, have the impact that, that it could have. That it's not realizing. And yeah. like, why don't we, you know, why don't you send me the DIs and we'll reamp this stuff through real amps with real, you know, and we'll get a real drummer to come in and play, right. and then we'll really mix it. And uh, he said, okay, why don't we try that? So we did two songs. Your uh, former compatriot. Uh, former partner in, t- in crime, Chris Bolig, came and pr- played drums. Great Chris Bolig, yep. Great uh, drummer. Pounder. Great, great drummer. <laughs> um, and this is a weird thing for him, right? To play to a click and stuff. That's not... Yes. That's not that dude's <laughs> steeds. That dude's steeds is like li- lizard mode. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, like, like it, was, it was always a challenge. Like playing to a, like when we had loop stuff, it was like, all right, 
So we're good with this, right? Because <laughs> it's not he's and he's fantastic, but he's got his own lizard brain. It's like follow me, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Which for a very powerful drummer is that's, great. That's just drummer speak. Yeah. Uh, so so but he did great. He did yeah. he did a really no, good fantastic. job. No, yep. fantastic. It's a great record. And actually we we played even before we had Josh on, we played it we played songs right. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so Chris did really good. Uh, we did two songs. I sent him to Josh and he was like, "Whoa, these sound real. This is super cool." And for the he was on tour, I guess teching for Fallout Boy for the next Right. Which we didn't even get to get into. Mm-hmm. So when we have Mon off the top, like he had to leave to go play a show with Shiner. Should we call him? Yeah. <laughs> we could. We could. <laughs> Maybe. That'd be really funny. <laughs> Tell me about changing strings for Fallout Boy. Yeah, what's that like? Uh, anyway, sorry. Continue, please. So, so was- over the next like six or eight months, we basically like he would send me tracks, and I would send them to Chris, and Chris would learn the songs. I get Chris in to do a session for like two or three songs at a time. So it was very slow going. And I would like set up full reamps of everything because it was all tracked, you know, into a computer. So I right, right. reamping is like taking those direct signals and then putting them through real amps and microphones as God intended. And uh, <laughs> and it just took forever. I don't know. I mean, it really took like, and I'm doing this between my day job and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I really think it took a year to, or nearly a year to get it done. And I don't, I have no idea if Josh was cool with that or if he was like, what the fuck? Why is this taking so long? But I mean, uh, not to play a game of telephone, but we had him on. He seemed like pretty complimentary about oh. like the process and the fact that you turned into something that more than what it was before. So, I mean, he seemed pretty stoked on it. Well, to that's me. cool. That's mm-hmm. great. I don't know, maybe uh, it, right. I mean, it yeah. seemed like he was pretty pumped on it. Yeah. yeah. What do you say about me? <laughs> <laughs> said you were very handsome. Mm. Uh, I am. <laughs> he, uh, so steve the vocalist uh, steve uh, steve tulpana from uh, season, of season of risk like every vocal i would get from him, i was like oh my god this dude is really good you know yeah and uh and it came out great in the end it was super fun and it was just it was a really weird way to make a record like you never do the yeah. drums last no it's <laughs> like so weird not, it's so weird that's not a thing you and, know? and i think there's, there's probably one or two people that are musicians that listen to this but yeah that's you don't make records that way ever like yeah. it's not like it's it's an it's an insane way to make a record. Yep, it was a totally stupid way to make a record. Like we could have made that whole record in like three days if we were all in the same room, right? And instead, we did it this way. But it was fun. It let me do like a lot of crazy shit, which I don't know if it comes across or not. But it was like, oh, we'll do completely different guitar and bass setups for every song, and we'll use weird pedals, and we'll do everything wrong and backwards and inside out, and who cares? Right. Like, and you know that was fun. And like, if you're doing two drums sessions two songs per drum session like let's do a bunch of stupid shit for this drum session you know and right I, that was r- fun and cool but it just took a long time um but i was stoked that chris played on it and uh when chris made the mistake of entering into parenthood we had shannon core <laughs> come and play a couple songs too you know shannon i've heard of him yes yes he's a competent drummer <laughs> it's okay if you're into that kind of thing yeah he was awesome <laughs> He just came in and blew through a couple songs like it's nothing because he's a beast. Who moved back to Florida, I might add. Moved back to Florida? Yeah, he's, he originally It seems crazy, right, from, that someone yeah. would do that. Yeah. Where, yeah. where in Florida? Well, he, he got a job. Oh, where, is he? where is he? I don't remember. But he's uh, he got a job that's just like photography, like contract photography. Oh, that's funny. I know one other person who's moved back to Florida, and they're also photographers. <laughs> Odd. But yeah, and it's funny because the thing when you, I'd ever ask Shannon to talk about Florida is like oh, Florida, Jesus! Like, and he would just you know go off and like 
That, that was basically like, tell me about Florida. And then like 20 minutes later. To be fair, like with Shannon, if you say, tell me about anything, it's kind of like. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. <laughs> tell me about bull weevils. And the and next thing like, oh, you know, fuck. it's like, oh, it's, <laughs> gotta go, man. Sorry. <laughs> look, at, look at the time. You're not wearing a watch. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Shannon. Yeah. Love him. Well, recording drums last day. That's what we did. Seems, uh, <laughs> seems silly. I don't know. It was a dumb way to make a record. And I wonder if they'll do another one and how they'll do it and whatever. I think, you know, they turned it into like a band. They're playing shows and stuff. They are. They're playing show. They played, uh, there's a couple shows in, in Kansas City. Yep. I think they just played, um, yeah, they're, there's like a live iteration of this, which I think is, is fascinating because, yeah, definitely, when you listen to the record, it's got this awesome, purposefully unnatural sound to it that you know it, it kind of reminds me of those weird kind of jacked up uh post-punk records where you're like what were they doing like why, I mean, why were they doing the vibe, that right that yeah, like, yeah yeah and i you know it's i love cool. that stuff but it's not, it yeah. probably won't sound like that if he gets a bunch of his good musician friends to get together and play those songs live it'll probably sound like a band oh well that's not quite as <laughs> awesome. i know it's hard to break things on purpose <laughs> yeah well depends on who you are i guess no you know what i mean though like if you're like well there was something really kind of screwed up about yeah like the misfits and we're gonna try and do that but we're all good musicians it's like yeah, yeah it doesn't really that's not gonna yeah you can't do it's that true. well and for the for the second replicator record we spent about a year making that record just because there was no immediacy about it for putting out like new material at the time which is funny because that's the one that everyone gave a fuck about eventually but at the time there was no reason to rush it so we just would try stupid shit like let's put the amp on the floor and we'll mic it from the ceiling and like that was it that was young ben adrian young ben adrian yeah Yeah. and because he was like hey do you mind if we try this i'm like fucking let's yeah let's do it all fuck it yeah let's do crazy but almost none of it ended up actually being on the actual record like yeah that's cool and this is us playing in a room and that sounds way better (laughs) (laughs) which for my taste tends to be for for all of our tastes it tended to be it but like for sometimes i I love those really weird bizarre sounding unnatural records too because they sound so alien yeah i I, I mean i think we were trying to go i was trying to go for a bunch of wrong stuff like i would never do this this way i would never this is crazy i'm gonna use this mic on guitars it's crazy but the truth is my ears are my ears and in the end it all kind of like it all sounds kind of like the thing that sounds awkward about is the thing you're talking about which is the performances i think being all people in different literally different places yes. and different times yeah. while they're playing together. more than the fact that i use like an ev 635 on the guitar <laughs> wow why would you do that you know like, <laughs> it turns out that just doesn't matter <laughs> matters to some people Ma- it matters to one person <laughs> and i'm right here and most of them will probably write you later about it no but the tr- <laughs> even when i listen to it i don't hear that stuff yeah you know yeah. i'm like oh yeah it just sounds it's just like- a weird freaky record that yeah cool yeah yep. It was cool to hear, you know, Josh, even like in a hotel room or whatever he was, where he was playing that stuff. Shredding that stuff out. He just, he just like tone is in the fingers, man. He just, yeah. he just has a cool way of playing and it just, it like everything he did sounded great. It yeah. just sounded super good. Guitar and bass. He's, even though he's a lefty. Hmm. Even though. Yeah. <laughs> Those lefties. In defiance of nature itself. <laughs> you ever seen a picture of, a, or even at live, a left-handed person playing guitar? That looks yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I, I know someone <laughs> who's in the band Resilience. 
playing lefty Mm -hmm. it's weird it's fucked up i think he taught himself to play right-handed also though oh wow something because i've seen both that's ian miller our bass player he's a lefty yeah i was gonna say yeah i think you know a little something about that right he's a lefty but he plays uh bass right-handed as god etc <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let, let's like you know what we, t- we spend all the time talking about it. let's actually hear something from that i was gonna uh, i was gonna play something off of the actual library for it but i only have the rough mixes so why do you have rough mixes bowling sent them to the f- me that's those are secrets oh. well that's why i'm not playing them on the radio dude uh what, what song uh what song do you want to play we played most of this record at some point or another what's, uh, uh, what's a i like um i think it's called clever games is that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's a clever work oh right? clever work i guess yep. okay yeah. all right this is a clever work uh zileben machinen off of june gloom Look 
Riffs. Riffs. <laughs> definite riffs there. That's Skinwalker by Snailface. Uh, before that was uh, Clever Work, uh, Leben Machine. And so talk to me about Snailface uh, real quick. Talk to me about Snailface. Yeah, that's <laughs> an interesting Tell me a little statement. something about it. John, well, so tell me more about Snailface. John. Yeah. What is Snailface? <laughs> what isn't? It's more like, what isn't snail face? It's so true. Yeah, yeah. That's not an answer. It's everything hey. and nothing. Inside us all, there is a shitty riff just dying to get out. Oh. And, and the, that, that is snail face. That, that is, is snail face. That, yeah. that, that is the, the blues-based id of Kowloon Walled City unleashed. Uh, early Kowloon Walled City unleashed. In I, When was that? I don't know. After... Turk Street, maybe a long time ago, there was this RPM challenge. Yeah. Are you ever familiar with that? Where you, what is it, Nano Remo? The one where national novel writing? Like write a, write a book in the space of a limited time span of a month. And yeah. this is like the same thing, but like make a record in right. a limited you write time Write and record a, a record right. in, in the in a month. Which I love that kind of stuff. Like I, I think that's, I, I love the like, cool, here's the Here's, here's the constraints, the right? Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> so we thought that would be a good idea. And... Uh, back when I guess we had more free time or something. And uh, <laughs> now if you propose that to me, I'd be like, come on, that's fucking stupid. Um, but we got together at our practice space and I set up a recording thing and we wrote and recorded, I don't know, eight or 10 songs or whatever it was. And it came out really funny. And, um, and then the next year we did it again. And then when, as soon as we finished recording container ships, I remember sending out an email. It was like sending up the bat signal, you know, it was like, <laughs> all right, idiots. The snail in the sky. Totally. People. It's like, let's everyone get your head injuries ready. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna do this again. And so we did a third one. Um, but that was when John, that was when Jason had left the band and right. John was Jason in the Mace. band. So Jason came back. And uh, awkwardly, they were all in the band together there. It wasn't awkward at all. It wasn't awkward. <laughs> it was no. fun. It was fun. Uh, and it was cool to have three guitar players. I was don't know. it like air quotes fun? <laughs> no, it was. <laughs> there... I, mean, I don't know. I don't really know what real fun is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, oh, wow. That kind of thing. It, it feels sound like, like me. <laughs> it, it does feel like work, but it's it's yeah. it's fun work. I yeah. mean, it feels like it feels rewarding. Well, it's like at the, at the end of like just kind of agonizing five people in a room, six people in a room trying to figure this thing out. You figured it out. And that's kind of that's fun. That's cool. So, yeah. yeah, you have something to show for it at the end to be like, hey, here's the thing that we just... Yeah, it did. feels like you've kind of... You put yourself through something with a, with a result, like a tangible result. That's... Right. I like that. Right, and I think that by the time that third one, like, it was a pretty long way around for a joke. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, we had... We, like, hired horn players and had like a group of women it's, come over to sing backup vocals. Yeah, I was going to say, it like, was more ostentatious and uh, Baroque. Yeah, we like had strings and like, you know, I, we were trying to do this like we're we're going to do like an overblown kind of 80s prog thing. Like, you know, when prog bands got right. bad, like they were, you know, like uh, Anderson Bruford Wakeman Howe or uh, <laughs> right. I don't know. Who's the heat of the moment band? Uh, oh, uh, Asia. Asia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wetford, right? 
Wetford? Uh, wet, uh, no, <laughs> Wetton. Wetton, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Wetford? As Bruford and Wetton. Bruford and Wetton. Bruford and Wetton is the name of their band, is Wetford. Wetford. <laughs> you get the, rec- the Wetford's, Wetford record? Wetford is basically my favorite well, shit turn ever. turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. Yeah, so anyway, that third one definitely, like, it was supposed to be fun, but I kind of, like, exercised my gift of making it not fun. You made it not fun. And then... <laughs> Oh, that's okay. That's, yeah, do what you're good at. That's yeah. Follow yeah. your bliss. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, at the end, it was kind of cool to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe we did this. That's how I feel. Wow. about Especially that third one. Yeah, that's more real talk about snail face than I think I've ever. <laughs> wow. Well, and it's fascinating be- because, I mean, Calhoun World City is, is, is definitely yeah, it's not a doofy band. There's not a, like 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 joking around. Like it's very it's it's very serious. Our practices are just not nonstop laugh riots. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> like dismal rough. The, the lights come down and the mood comes real real down and yeah, it's rough. And then I'm you envisioning start just looking at each other. <laughs> I'm envisioning the uh, you know drop cue version of a whiplash. So I, the, you're basically <laughs> what you're saying is I, I think it's true, but so it's the, it's back to what we were saying before about having your feet in a couple different yeah like places. Uh, no doubt, I think we all take the Kowloon stuff seriously, musically, lyrically, everything. We put a lot of work into it, and it's uh, it's heartfelt. And you know whether or not it's good, we we try pretty hard. Uh, the snail face stuff is the same people and we all love each other and we love hanging out and we love playing music and it's kind of nice for it to be easy once in a while. And like, you know, I right. mean, that, that last record, we, again, every one of them we wrote in two days. Um, just in one case we hired a bunch of extra sesh bros a to chorus to come sing over it later. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's, it, it also does provide the, that constrained outlet that you're talking about. Right. It's like, you know, that's super good for us to remember that we can do that. Like, <laughs> it doesn't have to be, yeah. you know, building the pyramids all the time. That's right. Yeah. It's and and it can still be, hey, that's actually totally good. Like your musical instincts serve yeah. you pretty well after a while. So that's yeah. That's I, fun. It is. And that's yeah. the story of Snail Face. That's mm-hmm. and that's how Lady Reptilian Lover came to came to be. Yeah. Cool. I feel I feel pretty lucky. I was not in uh, clearly on the first two Snail Face albums, but um, I was always a fan of Kowloon and of Snail Face before I joined both bands, and I actually did get to be in the audience and see them the one time they played live. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. yeah that nice, was nice. That was truly, truly special to me. Well, like, I, it, even it, more it, special now. Oh, it even, was special. It, it was very special. It was like, <laughs> it was very special. I mean, it, I, I, I think I only really knew Scott at that point, too. I didn't know the other, I didn't know Ian, I didn't know Jeff. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just they were having so much fun, and Aww. it was such a goofy like I, I I had never been to a show that that was like that ever. That sounds adorable. Yeah, it was really sweet. So, mm-hmm. thanks guys. I wore a horse head. He wore a horse head the whole wow. show, and he was trying to headbang, and the horse head was all floppy on his head. <laughs> and so it was just it just looked, uh, that horse head's all floppy. It so funny. You know how it, <laughs> it was really great. Uh, floppy horse head. The old floppy, floppy horse, horse head. The old, the old floppy. And, and um, we've all been there. Uh, Scott's partner Brady uh, was playing keys, 
Uh-huh. And she, I remember there's um what's the there's a there's a snail face song and the the lyric is all you need is cloven hoof and laser eyes and she was doing this Batman dance that was just making me lose my mind it was so funny so That's yeah really it was funny it was a really cool experience That's cool and now you're a part of it Yes So and I, I you know we 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 had this great conversation i want again thank you guys for for coming in uh to do the show it's it's been a lot of fun i've been wanting to do this for a long time i realized we didn't even touch on the fact that uh that there's a there's a new kowloon walled city resident mm-hmm. so that's a funny story um <laughs> so after we finished grievances uh jeff Fagundis, who started the band with me a long time ago, and the band kind of parted ways. Um, and we're still buddies with Jeff, mm-hmm. and we love Jeff, and he's a great drummer. Uh, but various whatevers caused that to happen. Our friend Julia Lancer. Do you know Julia? I, I know I, Julia. Oh, do you? I, she's I, from Santa Rosa. Yeah, yeah. everyone knows Julia. She, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so funny. So she's friends of friends. Yeah. yeah but, she's friends of everyone's yeah. friends, at least. Yeah, she... Uh, Spent a bunch of time rehearsing with us, learning songs, did a tour with us in November, November. or so. Yeah. And uh, now is moving out of the Bay Area. Really? Yes. Yeah. So. Uh, is that related to her joining the band? I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that being no. the case. Where's uh, she moving to? Is it like nearby or? Uh, no, no. 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 It's nearby Lake Michigan. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. So, it's a hell of a commute. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we are we are working on options right now. Gotcha. Okay. So, it's a it's a it's a time of transition. Understood. All right. So, and and you have a well you have a great new record. I mean, so that's you, the worst we, place we to be at. Definitely go play some shows or something. <laughs> yeah, that might be a good yeah. idea to play, play a show or two. Maybe people won't want to see it. I don't yeah, know. I was throwing that out there. You work on a record for three years. You might want to go play a show or two just, to support just it. Just maybe one. It's a yeah. wild idea. We played but. seven, I think. Right? Yeah. It's been a weird year. Been a weird mm. year. Yep. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> why has your year been weird oh, all though? sorts of reasons. she's on this show you need to yeah. ask well, besides <laughs> life i don't know actually nothing really like awful has happened aside from like you know growing pains and normal life shit so not that weird a year well there's really. like there's that other thing that happened recently yeah one of my <clears throat> one of my staff members passed away oh. last month actually one month ago today um, which has definitely changed my perception of my own path and my job. And I think I've taken a lot of positive things from it. I absolutely adored, adore her. And it was just, she was very kindred spirit to me. It's a very tragic situation, but I've had all this like stuff I've been working on with myself leave it, leading up to this and that happening. I was kind of like, ah. Like, I've been working so hard in this thing. Like, you just can't control certain things in life. And, like, people come and go from our lives without any choice from us. Like, you don't know what's going to happen or why people choose certain paths. And then they move away or pass away or whatever. Like, stuff happens. So, our time is valuable. And that's the overall, like, lesson I've learned 
is like keep working on yourself but sometimes like that stuff really brings you down (laughs) it's kind of like yeah it's a drag you know or just life it's like why i've been working so hard and i'm still at this this one place i need to move forward you know it's like it's hard sometimes yeah i'm now i'm gonna cry again i don't know like (laughs) it's been an emotional episode yeah i think the weird the weird part for me has actually been pulling back from all that and saying oh i've worked you know so hard on all this stuff and and none of it matters at all you know yeah which is like even (laughs) in the end we're all gonna my kids are gonna have to like learn how to build structures underwater or something like that right you know like and it, it doesn't matter if you accomplish whatever seemed like it was important 20 years ago. So that's a pretty fun thing to talk about. (laughs) Change is constant. I mean, and accepting change is really hard, but I think it's important for happiness. Well, yeah. So the weird part for me, I think has been the bigger picture version of that where it's like, well, wow. In the end, it's funny. Actually, when David Bowie died Mm -hmm. just a few months ago, for some reason, I didn't expect that would have but it had a it really struck me in this way it was like man you know i don't know why like for a lot of people like i've got to do the most that i can with my life and he, he accomplished so much artistically and i'm like all that said to me is i'm never going to accomplish shit like david mm. bowie <laughs> it huh. was like really just like yeah it refocused that big picture of just I don't know. How how you doing, John? Oh, man, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about Bowie. I love Bowie. Do you think that a planet being named after Bowie would be in some ways him selling out? (laughs) (laughs) Bring it all back home. Bring it back. To big NASA. (laughs) I Uh, mean, does it really have to have a label? Could just be a planet. (laughs) Could just be. Come on, dead David Bowie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Hey, uh. Gosh, that's yeah. that's 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 a hell of a way to end the show, but that's that's where we're at. And uh, happy holidays, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> it's the little things that matter. Nope. Okay, so <laughs> are, are you playing a song? What is happening? Yeah, yeah. Right we, now? This is the this the is outro. we're out. So this, this is the outro. So CalvinWaltCity.BandCamp.com. You can get grievances. You can hear that there. Uh, Narot Recordings, uh, Gilead's. Got it as well. In the walledcity.com, if I remember correctly. That's right. If you yeah. Yes. Off the top of my head, brother. Rarely updated, but it's there. It's, <laughs> it's there if you want to party like it's 1999. Yeah. <laughs> and shows probably at some point, but we're not going to we'll, we'll, we'll let you know about that. We got some shows in the books this summer and maybe a little European tour. And we got some stuff cooking, but cool. it's awesome. not quite cooked yeah. yet. Marinating. For recording, antisleep.com. Yes. Right? I just double-checked it. Yes. So I asked you a question I already saw on the screen, and the answer was yes. Uh, what's the what's the non-Quig Destroyer? It's called Less Art, and you'll be hearing from us. <laughs> hearing from you soon. <laughs> uh, it's great to have you guys. Thanks for coming yeah. on. Man. Thank you for Lovely inviting chat. us. Thank Sorry you. it took so long to set up. <laughs> yeah. It's how uh, We're glad we got you here. It's, it's, it's good to have you. And... Yeah, so listen to Grievances. This show's called Protonic Reversal. It happens every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on RadioNote.com. It's true. <laughs> Guilty I, as charged. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let the records show. 
Uh, RadioNeutron.com for the archives, iTunes, Stitcher, all the normal places to get all the podcasts that you may or may not listen to. Uh, we always appreciate upgrading on iTunes if you can figure out how to do that shit. <laughs> I sure can't. Please write an instructable and email it to us. <laughs> instructable. <laughs> nice. Uh, we're on Facebook if you must. Any any parting words of wisdom and joy? Cherish your time. Can you hear me now? That's pretty good. Time is valuable. Out on. And I'd uh, also say uh, check you later. Check you later. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? to my top 10. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. There is no special girl! It's the... It's the end of radio! The last announcer plays the last record! The last what? Leaves the transmitter! Circles the globe in search of a listener. Can you hear me now?
really broadcasting if there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day. take and you throw into a recycle bin and and every time i do that i'm like fuck it's you're screwing the world just a little bit more we every time we are yeah. doomed like so yeah. soon but yeah i enjoy the legos or whatever and 